You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. We started our series yesterday in church here and we're going to continue it. Ecclesia, Ecclesia, the, the, the learning of Christ drawn from Ephesians 4.20 where the Bible says you have not so what? Learned Christ. Everyone must learn Christ. That's what Christianity is. It's not, it's not a religion where people come and do as they like. It's where people come and live like who? Christ. That is it. That's what it's about. And by the time they are way into this, they have begun to experience the presence and the power of God. And one of the things that they must acquire is the continuous habit of resisting who? The devil. Because you see, if you and I are going to count, you remember where we started yesterday? Abraham's intercession. The counting of what, which kind of people? Righteous men and women. Abraham's intercession. Said if there is a problem in a place, the greatest response is to produce what? Righteous men and women. Because it is for their sakes that then that problem will be averted. Because God pointedly said to Abraham, if I can find righteous people in that place, their number, I will spare the place for their sake. And so resisting the devil is a, is a an important tool of work and our, and our Lord Jesus Christ demonstrated that clearly you know the Bible says the very first thing that he did was the Holy Spirit took him into the wilderness to be what? yes to try him out to try him out to prove him because as you know faith that is not tested and proven is not fatal because when the pressure comes, it won't be able to hold up. It will not be able to hold up. And that's why everybody needs to resist the devil in their lives. Come with me then to 1 Peter chapter 5. Likewise, verse 5 says, You younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Verse 6, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. 
that he may exalt you in due time. Cast in all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, he's walking about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Steadfast in the faith. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Verse 10. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever and everybody said amen. absolutely amen very interesting that the apostle peter should begin his lessons on resisting the adversary he should begin his lessons with humility you know he should begin the lesson with humility now, you see, that's why when people speak like that, they are talking from what? Experience. Talking from experience. I'm sure writing that, he must have remembered that night. <laughs> when Jesus said, all of you will be disappointed of me. All of you. And this is what Peter said in Luke 22. But he said to him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. Then Jesus said to him, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. You know, when Peter was prancing around, big, bully fellow, you know, with his knife in his pocket, ready for battle. Yes. So all of you will disappoint me. Say, lie, lie. All these small boys that are going to, yes. But Peter, I, I, I will go with you even unto death. But now the humiliation he experienced that night, you know, it was not a soldier that confronted him. He was made, three maids, you know. I thought I used to say, eh, no, not me. I don't know the man. I thought I have seen you before. No! But look at now, your, your, your dialect exposes you. You say oily, oily, I know where you come from. <laughs> you know, once you say oily, they know where you come from. <laughs> oh, it reminds me, there was, I went to an office and a lady was really speaking supreme, supreme mosquito, you know? As if she just flew down from uh, London. Eh? When she finished, I said, you're an Igbo girl. <laughs> She said, how did I know? I said, because of the way you're speaking. He said, no, you can never tell. You can never tell. I said, but you should credit me. <laughs> because after she's speaking all, uh, spoken all that supreme, supreme, she still say, oh, yeah, like. <laughs> And that's how they detected Peter. They say, your dialect betrays you. And at that point, he began to what? Swear. Now, 
He remembered that night that Jesus turned and what? Looked at him. I tell people, don't get that look. Nobody should get that look. Because you see, that look says, I expected what? More. Expected more. Expected more. So now Peter, he understood why you shouldn't be going around boasting. Because you see, it takes away the anointing. It takes away the anointing. It takes away the cover under which you're operating. And that's why anytime you have a tendency, because the devil is very clever, he will come and stroke you and I here and there, and then you come and start boasting. What does he want to do to take away the cover? To take away the cover so that you can become vulnerable. And so Peter began his lesson. You know, Jesus frustrated the devil. That's what you and I are supposed to do. Frustrate the devil so that he cannot undermine you and your stand in Christ. Jesus, our Lord, he frustrated the devil. Okay? So he began to speak about the grace of God. See, this whole letter of Peter is about the awesomeness of the grace of God in which a man will stand firm and what? Secure. I always say to believers, if you see a man that is standing in Christ, he is being carried by the grace of God. Oh yes. He is being carried. Because if he is not being carried by the grace of God, he will follow. He will fall. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He will fall. So Peter was talking about the awesomeness and that those who enter into that grace, they understand humility. They understand humility. Because you cannot enter into that grace. And that's why, you see, if there are people in your life, I was telling somebody the other day that many years ago as a young man, I had a friend. Both of us were doing boasting competition. Anytime we have a conversation, he'll be talking proud. I'll be trying to talk prouder. After some time, I say, this man is not helping me. I cut off the relationship. Yes. We still know each other, but we are not friends again. He was provoking the wrong things. Oh, yes. You have to do that. Because, you see, that boasting and pride is deadly. It's deadly. As you will see, the Bible said, God resists the proud. He resists the proud. And that's why if there's any relationship that is making you proud and boastful, you need to deal with it. Because it's not spiritually healthy at all. At all. Anybody that is making you, provoking you to talk proud, act proud, you need to cut off from them. They can kill you spiritually. Resisting the devil then is a matter of abundance. Do you know what Abundance is. Abundance of grace means, you know, many people don't understand what grace is. Grace is, you know, now here is where I'm going, okay? But here is where I am. I cannot meet up, okay? Grace then comes to give me capacity beyond ability. Yes. Grace gives me capacity. So I get here, yet I don't have the ability. It's grace that carried me through. And see, so, so when you have abundance of grace, so it doesn't matter which corner 
whether it's your finances, whether whatever corner they are coming, you have what? Grace. Yes. You have grace. That extra that you need to meet up with what is required. And that's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, 17, the Bible says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of what? Grace. And of the gift of righteousness, what will happen? Yes, they'll be on top of their world. It is abundance of grace that makes us sit on top of your world. Finances, the other one, health, sickness, disease, opportunities lost and, and regained. All of that is grace. For whatever is demanded in any of those theaters of life, you have grace. You have grace. And that's why you are reigning on every situation. Every situation, you're on top of it. You're on top of it. Because you have enough grace for every occasion. And that's why, you see, we, 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 we stand by the grace. So, abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will cause us to be on top of every adversary. Every challenge. It doesn't mean they won't challenge you. It doesn't mean they won't create difficulties. It doesn't mean they won't create things. But you have grace. You have grace. Every situation you have grace. And that grace is always giving you capacity beyond what? Ability. Yes. Yes. Capacity beyond ability. That's grace. That's grace. Now, the weapon of penetration against our defenses. You see, a man is standing secure in the grace of God. On the right, on the left, in front, behind, the grace of God is prevailing. Oh, so what does the devil do? That's where temptation comes in. You see? That's where temptation comes in. That's why Peter said, be sober, be what? Oh, Yes. Because Jesus was always, he said to his disciples, watch and what? Yes. So you, so you will not fall into temptation. You will not be carried away. A lot of people think that people who don't fall into temptation are strong. No. They are very vigilant. They are very vigilant. No matter how strong you are, if you are not vigilant, the devil is going to undermine you. Oh, Yes. It's going to undermine you. You have to be vigilant. Very vigilant. And that vigilance also is grace. You know, is grace. The weapon of penetration of our defenses is sin. And look at how the Bible puts it for us in 1 Corinthians 15, 55. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? So the sting of death is what? Yes, that's what they used to kill us. Once they can get you to fall into sin, that's it. Everything will what? Fall apart. Yes. And that's what I say to believers. It shouldn't be only the devil that knows that. You and I should also what? Yes, we should know it too. That the devil knows that if he can get you and I to sin, every anointing is going to drain out. 
But you should know it too. That when you are standing strong, when your life appears to be impenetrable by the enemy, it's because he hasn't gotten you to do as he wants. Okay? And every corner he comes, the Holy Spirit is flashing a, a red signal. Watch it now. 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 Okay? And that's why the scripture there says, but thanks be to God who gives us what? Victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace we receive is to resist every suggestion and temptation of the devil and walk in righteousness, love, and humility before God. You can see, you can see, you know, you are, you are being, trying to be very humble, say, in a home, and you are doing the dishes, people leave their place, you clean up. Somebody now comes and sees you clean up. But why haven't you been cleaning this thing since? You know, because sometimes when we come out here, the, the whole place is messed up. So you are like, uh -uh. this is God I'm trying to follow. Say, so, nah, don't say that uh, again, no, please. Uh, don't you know that you are the servant here? The devil is trying to provoke you. It's okay. From today, I will not clean it again. You think, you think I'm servant? Okay, I'll show you now. Do you know how much money I bring in this house? Do you, this is, you didn't used to talk like that before. But now they have uh, found something to say to you. To draw you back to the old way. So now, you see, is that, this, is, this is why we have grace. The Holy Spirit whispers to you inside. Ignore it. So you look up. You continue doing, uh, yes. The Bible says the devil, after a while, he will leave you. Uh, oh, yes. He said this one is not responding. This one is not. You have to go and look for someone. Uh, yes. That's what he did to Jesus. By the time he said, turn the bread into stone, he said, <laughs> man shall not live by bread. He said, jump from the pinnacle. Don't tempt the Lord your God. He said, okay, I'll give you all the money and the glory and everything. He said, shall not, uh, so only God you will uh, worship. Yes. The Bible said the devil packed up and, uh, yes, he left him. And, it's, and that's why, the reason is because he wants to eliminate you and I. He wants to eliminate you and I. So that when the, the angels come and start counting, we won't count again. We won't count again. And so I cannot help you to count you cannot help me to count. But you and I must stand by ourselves. So that every time they count, they will count us. They will count us. But in this country, God has men and women that he can count on. Can you say amen to that? Yeah. That's what it's about. There is something that every Christian should know. Okay? When, you, when they say, why is sin effective in neutralizing a Christian? It is because the system that we are running, listen very carefully, the system we are running, it's predicated on permission. The devil must get a... Yes. Lamentations 3.37 Nothing happens, good or bad, 
without what? Permission. So what does that mean? He, this is what the purpose of the temptation. This is the purpose of the temptation. So that if you now fall, and then he will run up to heaven to get uh, permission. Yes. Understand it. Understand it. So that every time you are put under pressure to, to compromise your faith, they are trying to get that permission. Okay? So you use your finances to get, do something wrong. They are trying to get finances over your, permission over your finances to scatter it. Before, every time you pray, you have a need. Door opens for you to get increase or get blessed so you can meet your need. And they don't like that. And then they come and bring something. And then you, you, you see some, some gain. Hey, now if you do this one now, you give one million immediately, ten million immediately. You say, hi, hey, it's true. Let me think. Uh, and the devil comes. What are you thinking? Ten million. Ten million. You have ten million. Ten million immediately. Ten million. Okay. And then a curse comes on the finances. And from then on, Ramashandala Bamasiria. Who is that? Organa, that one way caught corner. Okay, let him stay there for some. Uh, yes. Yes. Because you see, this, this is the way the system works. A man was so poor. He told us the story himself. His, his mother well, made money with Juju. So his mother left him money. So he, he came and collected the money. After that, everything collapsed in his life. He became very poor. He was so poor, he said. He was a preacher. He said he was so poor that he went to the, uh, a farmer to be picking apples to sustain his family. Says he said it was there that he, he, he wept. Say he wept bitterly. Said to God, what am I doing here? What am I doing here in this misery? Then the Holy Spirit told him, he said, well, you should know the source of your problem. He said, the day you joined your money with your mother's money, a curse came on your money. And that's how grace works. Mercy. So he repented. He disconnected. So he, he, by the time he got home, God is awesome. He said by the time he got home, his wife told him that some people had come to their house, that they needed a small part of their backyard to complete a new house they're building so that they will get a plan, planning approval and that they were ready to give her 6,000 pounds immediately for it. Ah. But she realized that mm, this thing they want to give me 6,000 pounds, it must be worth... Uh, <laughs> in fact he told us that uh, his bank statement came so his wife told him ah we have a lot of money he said yes so so but what does it mean that this one is uh, in red and has a, a <laughs> he said he told her that uh, that means that we have so much money that the bank is they were loaning the bank now is the bank <laughs> So to cut a long story short, he now went and negotiated with those people and got 12,000 pounds for the small piece of land they took from their backyard. And that cleared all their, yes, that cleared all the overdrafts, you know. Because mercy returned. In one stroke, somebody who was okay, everything uh, collapsed. 
And that's why you see, you must understand that the system is by permission. You might do something and think you have gotten away with it. You see? You might think you've gotten away with it. But you don't know that your enemy has gone to heaven to seek permission. Yes. Yes. And that's why it's very important as we, as we go through this resisting the devil. Because something you and I have to do every day. Every day. In no matter in what way it, the devil presents himself. Okay? Who is he? Lamentations 3.37. Note that scripture. is very, very basic for our spiritual life. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that woe and well-being proceed? Why should a living man complain, a man for the punishment of his sins? Let us search out and examine our ways. And turn back to who? To the Lord. Yes. And then that statement. God resists the proud. It's a very categorical statement. You know what a categorical statement is? When they say you've made a categorical statement, that means throw it up, throw it down. It will read what? The same. The same. Turn it to the left, turn it to the right. It's the same. God resists the proud. Many years ago, I made, studied this scripture and I was driving on the road. The Holy Spirit whispered to me, say, do you know what that scripture means? I said, no. He said, here is what it means. Every time you are proud, God is against you. That's what, that's what he told me. He said, any time you are proud, God is against you. And I have noted that thing at the back of my head since then. This is over 10, 15 years ago. It has become a working principle of my life that any time you are proud, God is against you. And so, you see, if you are dealing with people and they are proud, rejoice. If they are proud and you are humble, rejoice. Because you know on whose side God is. I tell people, I cannot afford for God to be neutral. You know, if God is neutral, that means you and I are having competition in what? Eh? No. No. You are having competition in humility. Yes, that is it. If God is neutral, that is, he doesn't know whose side to, to go. Yes. And so if I want God to, to, to not to be neutral, okay, I have to now look for a way to be more, yes, than you. So God will come to my side. <laughs> oh, yes, you must always look for a way. See, you, you cannot afford for God to be neutral. What still for God to be on the... Ah, hey, hey, that is terrible. You know, you cannot afford for God to be on the other side. And that's why, you see, when you are dealing with people, you are very careful because this scripture is ringing in your head. God resists the proud. It's ringing in your head all the time. And so you're bending over backwards. You're bending over backwards. Playing the fool. Playing the servant. Playing so that you can retain the anointing. Yes. 
So you can retain the anointing. So you can retain the presence. And so you don't have to worry. I tell people, by the time you're leaving that way, you don't have to worry about the devil. No, it's the devil who will be worrying. Yes. Yes, it's the devil who will be worrying about you. Because you see, you, you are walking on the side of God, doing everything possible to ensure that God is not neutral on this matter. He is not neutral. And that's why you see, you bend over backwards, you apologize to people, you serve them, you do whatever you need to do so that God will know that when you learned about Jesus, like we learned yesterday, you learned about the mind of who? Christ. Yes. Yes. You knew the mind of Christ. And, and you are ready to embrace it and, and take it. And that's why, you see, when you hear people boasting, talking, and you are like, have they learned Christ? Something is what? Yes, the understanding of Christ. When people are proud, boastful, something is wrong. See, who are they following? Who are they following? You know, who are they following? You know, there's, there are all kinds of humility, you know. There, there are false humilities, you know. you know. You know false humility. One of them is how you talk. Good morning. And when you're walking, none of that matters at all. At all. Because inside, that man that is doing like this, will be like, <laughs> after he has done like this, be, yes, because it's not real. It's not real. And that's why they say, you know what the preacher says? He says that if you say you're humble, that tells us you are. Yes, so you don't even know the meaning of the word. You know, all these people that uh, going around said, I'm very humble. <laughs> they don't understand the meaning of the word. If you can admit, confess that you are humble, that means you don't understand the word. Because people who are humble, they dare not even talk about it. Yes. They know that if they talk about it, they're boasting now. Yes. If you say you're humble, you're boasting. You've destroyed the whole thing. You've destroyed the whole thing. You know? And, and then a man he says he's very humble. You know? And then on this, in the second bread, he says, you know, nobody here really can pray like me. Ah, this is the humble man who... I say, who is the judge? You know? No, there is, there's nobody uh, here really who can do this thing like me. But I'm a very... Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of fake and false humility all around. And, and that's why you and I need to avoid that. Because you see, when it is genuine, it cannot, like the Bible says about the, about the uh, uh, publican, he couldn't so much as uh, lift his eyes. No. No, he knew how wretched he was before his God. Okay, God resists the proud. Simply put, when you are proud and in trouble, when you are proud and in trouble, do not expect help from God until you see the foolishness of your ways and then repent. 
I counsel believers, do not wait to learn this from your own experience. Don't wait to learn this from your own experience. Learn it from the experience of, uh, honestly, you know, learn it from the experience of others. Because, you see, to learn it from your own experience is very painful. Very, very painful. Just, just be learning it. Learning it. You know, that's why once you see somebody sounding off, you pinch yourself. Because you're already having pity for them the day they will puncture that uh, balloon and everything will uh, collapse. Yes! Everything will collapse. Okay? Do not wait. Watch others and learn it from their own experience. And then Peter says, cast how many? All your care upon him. Because these are the avenues that the enemy uses to totally disrupt a person. You are, you are very faithful to God. You are serving and loving the Lord. You are rejoicing. You are walking in righteousness. Then all of a sudden, they say they are retrenching. And whose name is what, number one? Yes. Whose name is number one? You. Say so why? Always praying here. Praying. We don't need this prayer. You know, it's me, me causing all of us guilty uh, conscience. Better let him go and be praying somewhere else. And then they'll make sure that you heard it. That the reason why they sack you is this your prayer. That it is uh, troubling them. Then you come home. Heaven is watching you. Hell is also... If you don't go home and start, Lord, I don't like it too. Yeah, you, you say you will take uh, care of me. How can they sack me because of prayer? How can they sack me because of prayer? I don't like it too. Please, please, uh, let them recall me or give me another job this week. Oh, please. No job this week. Next week, pastor, I don't know what you are doing, oh, but you have to really pray about this. Oh. You know, you told us to be witnessing. Look at now. Look at the trouble I have uh, Yes, my name was number one. God will help you. Pastor, I don't like that. My, my, my savings is... Uh, go. Yes, so this is a serious uh, matter. Pastor, don't take it... Uh, uh, another two weeks, so... Nothing. You didn't come to church. Uh, brother, don't, 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 don't come you. Don't come you. You know? Ah, prayer warrior. Don't call me no prayer warrior again. That is it. You know, they have now seen that this Christianity is only if things are going uh, yes so that if you want to scatter it, if you want to scatter it, just, just destabilize one thing and then everything vanishes. You see, this is, that's why resisting the devil is critical. Because you see, once you say, I'm going to stand with him, they're going to come and prove it now. And God is going to be the one to give them the permission. Go and prove it. Go and prove it. Go and prove it. This is my beloved son in whom I am. Uh, can we prove it? And God said, be my what? Guest. Go ahead. Be my guest. Go and prove it. This is my beloved son. 
That's why the book, um, the book of Luke said, he went into the wilderness led by the Spirit. He came back in the power of the Spirit. Yes, he didn't lose the anointing during the trial. He did not lose the anointing. And that's why, you see, you, have to, you and I have to learn Christ. So that once you enter into such a trial, you will know, you will know immediately that I must come out with the anointing. I mustn't lose the anointing the same way Christ did it. The same way he did it. So, how can a person, you know, go through such an experience? Peter, who was there from the beginning, said, the way to do it is, don't carry the load yourself. It may crush you. Okay? Cast all your care. Yes. Put all those things on him. You know? Many years ago, I learned a lesson. A gentleman came to us in uh, 1973, it was. And he said something I've never forgotten. You know, that sometimes you hear something, you never forget it. He said to us that um, every time he goes to bed, he will say to God, here is a list of all my uh, problems. You worry about them. I am going to... Yes. Yes. There can't be two of us worrying about them. <laughs> While you are worrying about them, I am... Uh... Yes. Yes. You know, it's as simple as that. You know, I call it. Somebody told me once, say, I have this problem, I have that problem, I have that problem. I say, ah, you have to transfer. If you don't learn to transfer, it will crush you. So many things at the same time. That's why, you see, when you have learned to transfer your burden, people will wonder, are, are you sure you are the one? Or you are just faking it? They cannot believe that you are going through so many things. They cannot believe. They cannot believe. Because Jesus said, come unto me. All ye that what? Labor and are heavy, heavy lady. Heavy. And I will give you what? Yes. I will give you rest. So when you have learned to transfer okay when you have learned to transfer then you don't worry you know there are people who say have you transferred yes yes but he has not answered yet yes i've transferred i said ah, what type of uh, transfer <laughs> you know the way the preacher told us he said he said some people come to calvary and they bring their load and they put it down and then when they're going, they carry it again. <laughs> you know? But you see, when you learn to transfer, the moment you transfer, you let go. You let go. And then every time that thing occurs to you again, you say, God is there taking care of it. Taking care of it. And do you know, there is no, there is no ex exemption from this. Everybody passes through this. You hand over something to God, you leave it with him. You leave it with him. It's a training. Otherwise, the devil is going to cause you to worry and then you start having ulcer. 
Have you seen all these people with ulcer? Eh? Always taking this and taking that. All kinds of stress and tension. He said, no, you don't need all of that. He said, casting all your care upon him. For he what? He cares for you. You see, the, 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 the secret of transfer is faith. It's faith. I believe God. So then why are you afraid? I believe God. So why are, why are you worried and agitated? Then you don't really believe God. It's either you believe God or you don't believe God. Okay? Everybody has bills that have deadline. You know, when we were paying school fees, we had bills that have deadline. I remember once 10,000 pounds. 10,000 pounds to pay. Deadline, one week, counting down. And every morning I say, Lord, I'm sure you're on top of it. Yes. I am sure you're on top of it. Three days to the deadline. Three days. I said, Lord, this bill. It's okay. Call this fellow in London. Ask them to pay that bill for you. I called them. They said, how should I pay it? How? I said, okay. Uh, transfer the money to my own account. Then I'll pay it. <laughs> and that's what they did. They transferred the money to my own account. But how am I going to pay them back? You see? Then I went to London. I got to the bank. The man looked at me. He said, Shebi, you have been borrowing money from this bank. I say, yes. That's one refund that I make, you know. They call it PPP. I mean, is it PPP? PPI. Uh -huh. PPI. That is it, too. PPI. Mm -hmm. I say, but I live in Nigeria. I say, I'm not sure I qualify. Say, oh, yeah, let us check. You qualify, you. You qualify, you. You qualify. Cut a long story short. We got back 30 something thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So I, I wrote the check and paid the girl. How on earth would I have known that there's any such thing? The Bible says, casting all your care. Yes. Yes. He knows the details. He can take care of the details. And, and we keep trusting him and keep reminding him. And we not, don't panic. That is, if you panic, then the faith has gone. Yes. But you keep telling him, you keep telling him, you are on top of this matter. Yes, you are on top of this. Lord, you are on top of this. Lord, you are a faithful God. You are on top of this. I believe you. I trust you. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Don't, don't go away with the impression that, oh, I need, I need a mountain of faith to live like that. That's not what Jesus said. Have you seen a mustard seed before? The day I saw a mustard seed, I realized what Jesus was. Uh, yes, if you take a spoon like this into a, 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 a bowl containing mustard seed, what you bring out will be over two, three thousand. Just in one spoon. Just in one spoon. Over two, three thousand. Is that tiny? And Jesus said, if you can have faith, that tiny you will be able to move your 
Yes. Yes. And that's why Peter said, from experience, from experience, casting all your care upon him. It doesn't matter what it is. Because Jesus said to his disciples, how will worry help you? When you go, you are worrying about it. So how will that help you? The Bible says in Psalm 137, it is, how did he put it? He said, those who eat the bread of sorrows, for thus he giveth his beloved Yes. So it's futile for you to keep awake at night. You know. I saw a poster years ago and it has stayed with me. Say, worry. It is like a rocking chair. Have you seen a rocking chair? Yes. It gives you work to do, but it's taking you nowhere. Yes. You say, that's the way worry is. You know, you wake up in the morning, you didn't sleep well, your, your stomach is hot, everything, but it has not brought any solution at all. At all. And that's why Peter said, learn to transfer. If you and I are going to run this race, see Jesus, Jesus, when he faced his own challenges, look at how he faced them. He said to Judas, that which thou doest. Do what? Eh? We are ready, we are ready, we are ready. We are ready. Ha. <laughs> you and I haven't reached there. No, because James and John tried it. They say, can you drink the cup? Yes, we can drink it. Eh, you want to drink it? Okay, you will drink it. You will drink it. But even after you have drunk it, to sit on the right hand on the left, I can't guarantee. So, are you surprised that when Herod was looking for who to behead, he, they beheaded James. He said he can drink. When they say, can you do Ah, I can't drink. Oh, ah, hey, hey, please. Oh. So, so, you see, do, 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 don't carry something that you cannot transfer. Cast in all your care. Because he what? Cares for you. And that faith, you see, it has a foundation. And that foundation is with God. All things are possible. There must come a time in your life when you will have to sit down and say to yourself, is it really true that with God all things are possible? You have to decide that for yourself. I had to decide that for myself when I started Life Support Medical Center in Lagos. And for six months, I didn't have an income, no patient. Yes. And one morning, I took a walk, a prayer walk, and I said to God, I want you to show me what it means that with God, all things are possible. I said, doctors here in Lagos, they are not referring patients to me. But you can refer patients, you are God. All things are... Yes. Do you know that we now got a patient who said that the husband was the patient. The woman said that while they were in Luth, the husband had a revelation, a dream. And a man came to him and said, look for life support. Look for life support. And then when he told the wife, there was a nurse there who said, I know the place. 
I know the place. That's how they came to us. I said, hey, God can refer patient to now. <laughs> God can refer patient with God. All things are what? There must come a time in your life where you have to, you have to say, I want to know this. Because Jesus said that there are two things that make all things possible. Okay? All things are possible with God. When he said that the, the rich will have problem entering heaven, the disciples said, ah, this type of place where big men cannot uh, enter. And Jesus said, with men, it's not possible. It is not possible in the system of men for big men not to go to heaven. No. By the time they, they say, ah, <laughs> hey, brother John, that man that is coming, now, the person where they give us plenty money, as they come now, just close eye. Let him. Uh, uh. That's why Jesus says it's impossible for big men to go to hell in a system run by men, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Okay? But Jesus said to the father of the epileptic, He said to the father of the epileptic, when the man said, if you can do anything, please help us. Jesus said, it's not if I can do anything. You know, Mark 9.23 said, if you can believe, all things are what? So, faith makes all things possible. And that's why everybody on this road, you must learn to trust God. You must learn to trust God. You just have to learn to trust God. Many years ago, I read a book that as a prince of God, see, he saved us kings and priests forever. You should never beg. And you should not ask people for help unless the Holy Spirit directs you. Yes, you're a prince. prince kings don't beg. Unless the Holy Spirit says, ask John. Or ask Peter. Yes. But if he didn't say, don't tell your needs to people. You just wait for whoever he wants to solve it. You know, all of that is very good. As a student. Until your money finished. Yes. So, <laughs> my money finished too. Yes. No breakfast. <laughs> Lunch was uh, approaching. God, where will God send this money from? The Holy Spirit said, go and search your box again. I searched, searched. I found 25 kobo. So I went and ate lunch. Uh, that's what it cost in those days. Where would dinner come from? I had a brother in the university. I went to his room. Instead of giving me money, he asked me, is your money finished? And you know, you can play tricks. You know, Complete is you can go to friends. Say, you know, when, when brothers are in need, you know, you know, God really answers through another person. So that they can ask you, uh -huh, are you say, Lord, I didn't ask them, or not them ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to my brother's room that morning. That morning he said, Is your money finished? I said, I didn't tell you my money is finished. Though. I didn't tell you. He didn't give me anything, no. <laughs> 
But amazingly, amazingly, by five o'clock, my brother-in-law, married to my sister, came to visit his own brother in the university. He, he sent for me. He gave me five naira. Now, how many 25 cobbles are in five naira? <laughs> you know? Amazing. So, so, it opened my understanding. You don't have to ask. You don't have to beg. You know? Trust God. You know? He will choose the person to answer. You know, it's, it's when we now begin to beg people. Now, I, that uh, something I need saying. Uh, I gave you yesterday. Now, is it every day? Why can't you even go and get work? Eh? You know, you're always begging around. You see now. And then after they've given you, you come to church. You didn't see them or you pass. Uh, John, come here. The, you didn't see me. Say, no, uh, you won't see me now. You won't see me now. Okay, don't worry until that your money uh, finishes again. You see. You know, all kinds of humiliation, you know. But when God blesses you, when God answers you, it's with dignity, it's with self-respect. You see, he will help you. You see, see, the man taught us that, but I had to experience it myself. I have to experience it myself, that you can trust God and he will meet your need. And that's why everybody has to be training themselves in faith, because Jesus Finish prayer at 2 o'clock in the morning. He must still cross. But the boats have all... Uh, what did he do? Water. Here I come. That is it. Faith. Bible says Joshua. The enemy was disappearing. Son. Yes, faith. Jesus didn't walk on water to return. No. He entered boat. Because that's the foolishness of some people. Because uh, you walk on water yesterday. Then you see water now, you enter. Water, I'm coming. And then they sink and drown. <laughs> yes, so that's presumption. No, that's not faith. Okay? This one is to meet a need. It's to meet a need. Okay? So we transfer our body. But there's a scripture that everybody must hold in this journey. It's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Okay. But God is what? Faithful. Now listen to the next statement. Because it is very critical in faith. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what? Absolutely. He, he measures everyone's strength and grace. And then he allows the trial. What is the implication of that? When a trial comes true, you must say to yourself, he must know that I have grace enough to go through. Yes! That's the way to read that scripture. He must know that I have grace enough to go through. Okay? And then the next statement says, but with the temptation, he will also make what? That's why you are in a situation, you know, your, your, your eyes are darting right, left, front, back, looking for that, uh, yes, looking for that way. 
you, you, you go to God, you are confessing. You must have an answer. You must have a way. You are God. All things are what? Possible unto you. And your word says you always make a way of escape. That is it. That is it. And that's why you see, everybody must understand the work of faith. If you are going to put the devil in his place in your life, you must learn to trust God and be defiant in every situation. Because God wants to raise a people that he can use to truly triumph on earth. Now, in all of this, in all of this, because that way of escape, don't forget how we receive it. It is the communion of who? The Holy Spirit. That's how we receive it. Because I was telling you about my case. Three days to the deadline. Lord, we still have this bill pending. He said, call this fellow. That is it. That communion is critical. That's why I say everybody must learn to hear who? The Holy Spirit. Some people say, well, I try to hear the Holy Spirit, but sometimes I'm so confused. I don't know who is uh, speaking. Yes. Do you know what I tell them? Since God is not visible, you can only hear him in your, your heart. Yes. And in that your heart, God can speak. The devil can speak. You too can. Uh, yeah, yes. Three of you can speak. Mm. But, you see, in learning to hear God, the Bible helps us. Okay? So, you see, if John come and step on your toe now, and you hear, don't forgive him all. You give him license to step uh, more. Okay, who do you think is speaking? Uh-huh. How do you know it's the devil? The Bible says anytime, if your brother commits a sin against you seven times in a day, seven times in a day he's repenting, you should... Uh, Peter now comes and says, okay, is it only seven times? Ah, Jesus said, no. It's 70 times. Uh, so if your brother is smart, when he reaches 489, he will stop. <laughs> And then he wait for 12 midnight. <laughs> then 1201, he will uh, resume. <laughs> he will resume. You know? And so, and so you, you know immediately. But in spite of all of that, too, you can still make a mistake. Oh, oh yes. Because a lot of people are worried about mistake. I say, are you God? Everybody makes a... Yes. Everybody makes mistakes. I say, you see, I, I liken it to teaching a child to walk. And you and I know that any child that will walk must fall down. Oh, yes. If a child does not fall down, he can never learn to walk. Now, if a mother says, ah, this child will fall down, so don't try to walk, ah, the child will remain a cripple. And so, falling down is part of learning to walk. The same way, oh, you might, you might say that God sent you to, 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 to uh, uh, Kavanchan to, to work in uh, oil and gas there. You pack up, you get to Kavanchan. There's no oil, there's no oil, there's no gas. 
<laughs> now, when you come back, people say, no, I thought you said, uh, check this brother. God may speak to you well, well. Oh. And they will be uh, laughing. Yes. 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 And that's why you should go back and kneel and say, Lord, it's because of you they are laughing at Please help me to get it. Some people will say, I don't want to hear again, please. I don't want to hear again. I don't like people laughing. That is your ego is more important than hearing God. Oh, yes. 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 You see, people make mistakes, but they don't stop struggling to hear God. Single people have been embarrassed. You know, they pray and pray and pray. They say, Juliana is your, is your, your fiance. Then they go up and fast some more and pray. Then you go and meet Juliana. Juliana, God, God is speaking to me. He said, they are my wife. Chai. Juliana, just laugh. <laughs> he said, Brother John, Chai. my husband is in Lagos. Three children. Chai. <laughs> Juli Chai. Brother John, God, they speak to you. Chai. And, 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 and you want the ground to open so that you can uh, fall inside. Yes. And Juliana is not a very nice person. When he comes to church, spirit, <laughs> spirit, <laughs> spirit, come, come. Waiting God uh, speak to the <laughs> which, which uh, grandmother did he send you now to marry? <laughs> By the time they say, in fact, that thing happened to one boy. He left the church. <laughs> he left the church completely. He said, say, let me go to another place. I can't worship here. There is no need to run. Because you see, when you make those mistakes, carry that humiliation. Carry that pain. Go back to your closet. Fall down there and be crying. So that that door will... Yes! That's the whole idea. You see, that's the whole idea. And by the time you, you become your own prophet, you and God are holding constant dialogue. Oh, yes, they wouldn't know the, the, the one that you are living in. Because you and God are constantly in communion. Yes, but you paid the price for it. You told God that the humiliation and the laughter will not stop you. And then heaven registered it for you. That the word of God is what? Precious to you. You pay whatever price to hear it. That's how it works. That's how it works. And that's how people become their own prophets and they begin to help others. Begin to help others. You see, it's, it's, so, it's so important. And that's why the, the guidance, the counsel of the Holy Spirit is critical in resisting the devil. First of all, let me tell you what it does. It can take you out of things you can't handle. Oh, yes. A brother got a job. One was a sales rep. The other one was in the lab. One, the one in the lab was half of the salary of the one as a salesman. If it was today, they would say, don't need to pray. The one you should take is already... Because it's all based on the remuneration. But the brother prayed. The, Bible, the Holy Spirit said, don't take that salesman. You can't handle it. Go, go to the lab and stay quietly there. And he did it. Today, you know, he's retiring big. You know, he has a patent in America and everything, and, and his wife. God has blessed them wonderfully. Yes, because there's time for everything. If he had gone into that one, his Christianity may have gone with the wind. Yes, everybody has to hear God. 
Everybody has to ask. Because they'll take you. The, some people are struggling today because they entered into things they couldn't handle. But if they had been led, they would have avoided the problem. See, avoiding problems is, is easier than rescuing people inside problems. And that's why that guidance is... Uh, and the scripture repeatedly said, I will guide you with my counsel. And I will guide you with my eyes on you. In other words, I know where you are. I know where you should be going. So I can tell you the path you should take. You know, for the grace that you have and the strength that is available to you. I can tell you. And then very quickly, the next uh, counsel, be sober, be vigilant, for you have an what? Enemy. Yes. Don't, don't kid yourself. There is an enemy determined to derail your Christianity. And, and the, the, the word that Peter used, be sober, it has to do with alcohol. But we know now that it's not only alcohol that makes people not be sober. There are so many things that people do that make them not be sober. You know, I, I asked about a young man today. They said uh, he's not married, but he has a mate. I said, see now. So because you have fallen into the wisdom of the... Yes. The world makes people not to be sober. You know, you're asking, oh, so what is wrong with it? Say, what is wrong with it? Study your word. What is wrong with it? Let not the world define your standards. Let not the world define your value. Because at the end of the day, they don't hold the anointing. No, they don't hold the anointing. They cannot release the anointing when you need it. When you say, every devil here, I say, quiet. Who will endorse that? Heaven. Yes. Yes, they endorse you. They endorse you. They, they, they make you strong. They give you the boldness. You know, the Holy Spirit will whisper to you something he whispered to me years ago. He said to me, you people, you give the devil power that he doesn't have. Oh, yes. That thing transformed my life. Just that statement. He said, you give. He said, because he said to me in creational hierarchy, it is God. It is man before angels. So don't you read the scripture. That's why we will judge uh, angels. We are higher than them in creation and hierarchy. Oh, if you don't step down in sin, they cannot come up. Yes, they can't come up. That's why you need to stay with God. They don't come up. You have to, they have to make you come down. Yes. You see, the Holy Spirit will teach you so many things that will strengthen you. And empower you. And that's why that guidance is, is very, very critical. You know? And, and that's why you see Jesus, Jesus, he rode through 33 years and a half. The Bible said he was tempted in every way. And then yet what? Without sin. Be sober, be vigilant, your adversary. Spiritual vigilance. I've mentioned that already. Okay? Spiritual vigilance. Everyone has to be vigilant. So don't, don't, don't assume things. Take everything to God and ask his counsel because all that glitters is not good. Yes. It may look okay only for you to mention it to God and he say, no, no, that thing is deadly. Oh, yes. Everybody needs guidance. You know, Jesus himself, well, you know what he told us? 
in John 5:19, my father walketh, and then I said, What things soever I see my father do. And then that's what uh, yes, Jesus himself was controlled, he was led. That's why I say, when you learn Christ, when you learn Christ, then you know how to conduct your own life. Okay? So God is leading, controlling. Nobody should be romantic about the devil. That's the devil is real. Okay? He's going about seeking who is vulnerable. And what is vulnerability? You make yourself vulnerable. Yes. You see, how do you make yourself vulnerable? They said, when you go out to the road there, turn right. He said, no, my place is five minutes left. He said, yes, turn right. Take the 35 minutes round way. You say, oh, no, my fuel. Oh, no, my money. Ah, it's okay. Turn right, left, then continue. Whatever you see there, you take. Yes, that is it. See, your adversary, you have an adversary. See, even when you're driving on the road, say, Lord, which way? Which way? Oh, yes, all the time. Everywhere, you're seeking counsel. You know, which way? Which way should I? Which way? Should I enter this? Should I enter? Every time you're asking counsel. Because, you see, you, you cannot be at peace without that. You're, you're looking at the road. It's very clear. They say, no, don't go there. Five minutes later, you come back. They say, ah, some, one tree fell there. You just be saying, God, I, uh, uh, yes, I thank you. Okay, so, so, and then the final challenge here is resist. Do you know what resist is? Match force with what? Yes. Don't crumble under the devil. No, match force, resist. And what do you resist with? Very quickly now. Okay. What do you resist with? The very first one is to understand who you are as a child of God. Don't forget that sin is the sting. Okay. Sin is the sting. Now come with me to Colossians chapter 1 very quickly. Verse 19 says, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth, things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Now verse 21 says, And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has what? Reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you what? Number two. And number three. Absolutely stand on that. He presents me in Christ, holy, blameless, above reproach. So don't let the devil come and tell you that after you've repented, they still haven't forgiven you. You know? After you've repented, you still cannot pray. Ah, ah. You see, that means you are ignorant of the word. You don't understand the power in the blood. That after you have genuinely come before your God and put all your burden down, you get up a free man. Totally free. And not only free, according to the parable of the prodigal son, the ring is back in your finger. And what does that signify? 
the authority. Yes, the ring is back in your finger. Okay? And that's why the Bible says, I write to you, little children, your sins are what? Forgiven you. Yes, your sins are forgiven you. Okay? And then the next thing that you must be, hold firmly, I'm completing him. You see? The Bible says that Jesus, it pleased God that in Christ, all the fullness of God must what? Dwell. And then he said, you are complete in Christ. Who is the head of all what? Yes, absolutely. And so when you wield your spiritual authority, wield it with understanding. Wield it like somebody who knows what it's all about. You know? That I am complete in Christ. I'm lacking nothing. And I can exercise my spiritual authority in Christ. You know, and that's why Paul said, yes, exercise it too. But make sure your own obedience is, uh, yes. Not when God says sit down, you stand up. Then you start commanding devils. The devils themselves will tell you, you don't obey him, so why should we obey you? That is it. That's why you stretch yourself to, to obey the Lord. Very quickly then, to bring this to a close. Be sure you are confident on the authority and the power behind it. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, Behold, I give you what? Authority. Luke 10, 19. To tread on serpents, scorpions, and every power of the enemy. Now, the next statement is something you should write down carefully. Because I noted it several years ago as the divine charter of invincibility you know when they say a man is invincible that means you cannot penetrate him his defenses jesus said and nothing shall by what any means those that are looking through water those that are going to mommy water those that are going to the burial ground nothing shall by any means hurt you you need to stand on that and dare anyone and everyone. Oh, yes. Because, you see, everything has to take their origins in the spiritual. You see, witches, you know that many people in church, they don't know that witches don't have power. Witches consult spirits. Yes, they don't have any power of their own. They're human beings like you and I. They, they cannot exercise spiritual power. They have to consult a spirit. God has not given any human being spiritual power. Do you know that that's why the Bible says you have overcome them? Because greater is he, the person you are consulting, is greater than the person that consulting. That is it. That's why you can dare everyone. You know? So you've overcome them. The person you are consulting, the spirit of God, is greater than all, every other spirit. Yes. See, this is the foundation of spiritual authority. That's why you are confident. That's why you are confident. And that's why, you see, the, the monocentricity of power is also important in spiritual authority. God spoke once. Twice I heard, Psalm 62, 11, that power exclusive to God. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. For how long? Yes. 
So I tell people there are no two gods there. If there were two gods, then I would be worried. I would be worried that maybe the God they are consulting, I don't know about him. But there's only one God. Yes. And that God is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. And so when you stand on what he has said, you can stand secure. The only thing your enemy is trying to do is, does he know who he is? Does he know what he has? That is it. That is it. And that's why you see, when they challenge you sometimes, you say to them, the devil that will do that, they have not created him yet. The reason is because creation is ended and God is at rest. But the Bible says that one day he will declare, I make all things. Yes, then we can start again. But so long as it's in this system, ah, God reigns supreme. Can you say amen to that? Yeah. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the power of his might. Yes. Not be strong in yourself. Oh. That's why if you don't have the knowledge of God, you can't be strong. You don't even know the God you are following. You know? You don't know the God. You don't know the Jesus. You don't know. You just hear about them. You haven't stopped to meditate and make up your mind to follow him. You are like all the people that are coming. What are they coming for? Just to be blessed. You didn't come to be blessed. You came to know God. Yes. You came to know God. Because knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. That's why Jesus said, you will know the truth. And then the truth will, uh, yes, will liberate you. So, so tonight, God wants to raise a people. Not only that believe this, but everywhere they go, they're saying to their brethren, we need to learn who? Christ. Yes, the revelation of Jesus in the life of a believer so that our lives will be transformed, so we'll be liberated, so we'll be bold, so we can lift up our hands to heaven and say, Lord, I'm here. Answer me. Answer me. Bow your head and let us pray. It's all by his grace. That's why he brought us in. He brought us in to grace amazing grace some amazing grace that takes you and i and transforms us and makes us kings and priests unto god lift up your heart and say lord i thank you i bless you i worship you for who you are and your condescension in sending jesus to reveal the Father to us. Lord, I am grateful that I have been called in the Beloved by your grace. Oh God, by your grace, I will walk with you in obedience, in love, in humility, in righteousness. By your grace, I will do as you please. I will do as you please. Perhaps you are laboring under a heavy burden and you want to put your burden down. No matter what that burden is. You can come and let us pray together. You are laboring under a heavy burden. 
sickness, disease, financial, whatever it is, come and let us join our faith together. By the Spirit of God, we lift that body. Is there anyone here tonight? Just come. Just come. Let us trust God together. Always to give an opportunity for that. Someone to be met at the point of your need. To lift that burden and put it down. And receive a quickening of the Holy Spirit. I just want you to say to him, say, Lord, from the depths of my heart, I lay my burdens down at your feet and I'm leaving it here. I walk away from here. Free! 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 From this bird. Never to return. Just whisper that to God. Just whisper that to God. I can see a movement already. I can see a movement. Some burdens are going down. I can see that movement. I can see that movement. Believe God, my brother. I can see burdens being dropped. I can see. I can see. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, here we are. Your children have come. In response to your invitation, they have come to put their burdens down. And Lord, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command every connection with these burdens severed now in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there be those that are sick in their bodies, be loosed in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, there be those whom the enemy have blocked their path. I command the path unblocked now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if there be any, oh God, frustrated by every circumstance around them, may that cloud lift now in the name of Jesus. Let there be liberty. Let there be rejoicing. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Believe God. Believe God. And go home rejoicing. Go home rejoicing. And be thanking God. Be thanking God. Be thanking God. Go back rejoicing. Be thanking God. Be thanking God. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banek Squarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashankari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 0703-158404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.